the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon on this, uh, boy, it is another hot Wednesday. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to welcome in everyone tuning into our live stream that we have going on uh, Facebook Live. It's the John DePietro Show. Good afternoon. You can just find the page. And then uh, we do the live stream then. We also do the live stream when we have breaking news. I always like to encourage people to share that you're watching. Click the like button. Many times you hear me give shout outs to many of the different people that are watching, like our friend Wolf and Heather and Brenda and uh, and a lot more. And also on uh, Facebook Live, you can see there it is behind me, the Den of Thieves. We are uh, set up high above the city, folks. But again, it is a happening. They go the thumbs up. Thank you, Heather. Boy, folks, it is always a big day when President Trump, I mean, just knocks it out of the park. And we're going to talk about that. He gave a thunderous speech. Um, I thought President Trump was really on his game today. We're going to tell you about it. We're going to play some of the sound. Also, <clears throat> things continue. Uh, I'm also going to talk a little bit. You heard me last hour with Dan McGowan. Folks, if you missed it, we will have it posted on the website. But, you know, Dan McGowan, what people need to understand is the guy is, he's in the know. He's in the mix. He tells me things that I don't know. And I like, as many of you know, I, I look for people that will tell me something I don't know. One, I traffic in information all day long, before the show, after the show, at nighttime, when I go to events. <clears throat> Basically, that's what we do. We traffic in information. Uh, people call me seeking information. I'm calling people. There's always an exchange. What do you hear about this? What do you hear about that? 95% of the information that I obtain never makes it to the airwaves because it's all, you're all, you know, behind the scenes. You're trying to build a narrative to find out exactly, you know, what's going. And then, not that anything was held, but then a lot of times things, um, it takes a while for things to permeate or to get with the truth. Now, listen, it's going to be a very warm day, but this is it. Then it's going to fade. Granted, it's not raining right now. That'll probably come later. Boy, yesterday, folks, this is wild weather. With the, Now, it's the same thing tonight, starting at 5 o'clock, possible thunderstorms until 8 o'clock. But it cools things down. This is what it's like. For anyone that wonders, gee, I wonder what it's like, you know, being in Florida in the summertime. Anyone that has spent any time there, basically every single day, in Florida, right around 3 o'clock, the heavens open up. And between 3 to 3.30, there's just a torrential downpour, cools everything off. And then, boom, by, you know, 5.30, 6 o'clock, you never even know really that it rains because it's so warm that it just evaporates very quickly. But this, uh, keep in mind, the rain is good for the garden. People are having record gardens. Stop in, speaking of gardens, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, Rhode Island's number one garden center. They're open. Now, if you're listening right now, why not take a ride and see them? And maybe not today, but tomorrow or this weekend. They're open seven days a week. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, right off of Route 4. And they are fully stocked tropical plants. They have hibiscus bushes, mandibus. They have such a beautiful selection at PR Landscape Materials and, and Garden Center. They have the homegrown hanging pots. They have the annual flats, annuals, four, six-inch pots. They also have large selection of perennials. They also have vegetables and herbs. Look for them on Facebook. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Great selection on trees and shrubs. You know, many times, instead of putting up a fence, 
<clears throat> you could accomplish what you want, which is a lot of times it's just privacy you want for some part of your yard with your neighbor. And maybe you don't want to put up a fence, maybe, but you want to just have some kind of a barrier. See them at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. A lot of trees and shrubs. Listen, it's a, they're a nice, it's a natural barrier. It looks better many times than if somebody puts up a fence. They also have landscape materials, screen loom, mulch, dark pine, black hemlock, crushed stone. Uh, stop it and see them right off of Route 4, 3680 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. And they are having a great season. And the service is terrific. Remember, you shop local. This is a family-run business. And they, Debbie, they do a great Facebook page, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They are thriving. And I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because the more the word gets out and the more the people visit there, that's where people go. You're going to, if you stop in and see my friends at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingston, right off of Route 4, especially the trees and shrubs that you get, they're going to bloom and last, you know, a lifetime. Compared with a lot of times, listen, the big box stores, they don't have selection. <clears throat> they also don't have, um, they don't have the service, family-run business. They hustle. Anytime I go in there, Junior, Debbie, they are running around helping people. Stop it and see them, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Well, folks, uh, the website, DePetro.com, continues to be the big topic of, of conversation because of many of the videos we have posted Regarding the rise of the Moors and the Pawtucket police that have not answered any questions, uh, this radical, I, I think that, you know, as I said to Dan McGowan, you know, I thought it was it was the irony couldn't wasn't lost on me. The fact that on Saturday you have this group militant group, black militia. Uh, <clears throat> they don't have licenses. They don't, certainly don't have a license to carry any of these weapons. And um, and then, they, you know, they shut down the highway for nine and a half hours, Fourth of July weekend, heads up a Massachusetts state trooper who suddenly thinks, you know, it's a breakdown lane. There's 11 guys in military garb, tactical gear. If you saw them in court yesterday, this is one of those things. They have no idea what they're talking about. They have no idea what they're talking about. And they just and there's there's several of these types of people out there. They're not attorneys. They just spout out, well, you can't do that because, you know, da-da-da, U.S. Supreme Court, and I don't answer to you. I mean, they're, they're not going anywhere. Listen, no matter what they want to say, and I'm going to get to, there's a story in the Boston Globe where the reporter, Amanda Milkovitz, talks with Brother Gary of Black Lives Matter. They, they're not, you know, they're, they're not living in reality. This business of, no, we, we're Moorish people. Um, no, you, you were born in Cranston, right? Or Providence or whatever. I think Washington Park actually is where the mother lives. So, you know, but they, they are what, what the, and what I want to say was the irony of it was, you know, this was 11 men armed militia. And I mean strapped, long guns, shotguns, rifles, ready for war. If you go to the website and I was showing on one after dark last night, some of their military maneuvers, this is training this is where become people become, you know, you hear the term, but they become radicalized. This is a form of like the new Black Panther Party. They start changing the name. I'm no longer this person. I'm this person. I'm not a citizen of the United States. I'm a citizen of this country. This is all part of the radicalization, brainwashing, if you will. This is our headquarters. No, that's not your building. They just go in there and they won't leave. 
You know, I went by there on Saturday and I thought, well, this must be outdated. Like, surely they're not living there. No, they, I had the right address. They, were, they are living there or trying to. They're squatters. It's abandoned. I think it was a wreck. Tall grass on the front door was like a bank saying or whatever, like, stay out of here. That's where they've been staying. I did have the right address. I was in front of there in Pawtucket Saturday at um, right around 12 o'clock. Right around 12 o'clock. And I thought, oh, maybe, you know, I guess I have, maybe they moved or something. No, I, I had the right address. I thought I'd see FBI or the media. No, there was no one there. I should have filmed. I should have filmed because I was there. Another lesson to me. It's always worth filming just a little bit. Um, but anyhow, <clears throat> but even Brother Gary, like, oh, no, they're, 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 you know, they're like, they're not, a, they're just their own sovereign nation. Like, what are you talking about? They obviously don't pay taxes, right? They don't have driver's license. They all change their name. Some of them in court, they won't give the name. One of them is so brainwashed. She likes, oh, no, Jamal's going to represent me. And the judge was saying, no, he's a, number one, he's a co-defendant. Number two, he's not a lawyer. So he's not representing you. Well, he's going to, no, he's not going to represent you. What's your name? I don't answer to the laws of this nation. Listen, pal, you were born in the Bronx. You're an American citizen. You know what's so interesting about this, the rise of the moops or the moors? I'm shocked at the amount of people that don't know the Seinfeld episode of The Bubble Boy, where George is playing Trivial Pursuit with The Bubble Boy. And then when it comes to the answer is moors, but on the card it says moops. And so then George is fighting with The, with the Bubble Boy. I actually had people. joke. The moors. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. It's the moops. The correct answer is the moops. Moops. Let me see that. That's not moops, you jerk. It's moors. It's a misprint. I'm sorry. The card says moops. You know, I had people actually on Facebook correcting me like, no, John, the proper pronunciation is is moors. It's not moops. Like, listen, certain people... I don't know what your background is, where you come from. You need to, number one, let me give some lessons on social media. You don't have to comment all the time. No one is forcing you to comment. You know, many people, many times there's people who would remain silent. There's an old expression, better to remain silent than to reveal to everyone. That basically you have no idea what you're talking about. Certain people, I don't know why they feel compelled. I must comment on. No, you don't. No one is forcing you to comment. So, no, John, it's pronounced more. It's not. Listen, go, go find some other pseudo intellectuals. It was done on purpose. You idiot. How do you not know the Bubble Boy episode of Seinfeld? How have you made it through life? One person, well, I've never watched Seinfeld. Why are we even communicating if you've never watched the greatest comedy of all time? I also, someone, one of our listeners posted a photo of me with the group. And I posted that and said, rise of the moops. I'm in the photo. And you have people commenting, well, you know, they look dangerous. And I said, police are investigating, looking for information on the one on the end. And I'm the one on the end. Again, like these people, what is wrong with you? Stop commenting. Social media, you know, it's, it's like people in, for those um, watching on uh, Facebook Live, I'm going to hold up the photo. I don't know if you'd be, I think you can see it. I, that's clearly me on the end on the left. 
How do you not see that? That's like, do you remember, I haven't been in a conference room meeting quite some time, obviously because of the pandemic and also with my occupation, but there's always people that they love the conference room. They love the opportunity. It's their chance to mingle, show their brilliance, blah, blah, blah. God, I dread the conference room. And social media sometimes becomes the conference room. You know what else? Before I get into the President Trump speech, I also just want to mention this. And again, this is I, this is a little bit, if you're listening right now, AM 1380, 99.9 FM, or many people that are watching on Facebook live stream on the John DePietro show where we do the live stream. On my personal page, many times I will post someone I know has passed away. Now, I do this for several reasons. Number one, it used to be very simple. People would go to the... You could just go to, you know, when everyone, it was just the Providence Journal, and you'd go to the obituaries, and you would see who passed away. Well, now, very few people actually even get the journal anymore. And it's not just me, but a lot of people, I notice, sometimes people pass away, and and because of the nature of that information is spread out all over the place, a lot of times people don't know. So... Many times when I am acknowledging a posting that someone has passed away, um, I'm doing that, number one, because I know the person and to signify to the family that I want to recognize it's not just any day that this person that I know and I was friendly with passed away. And also, number two, so to signify it is significant, right? A death is significant. So... I'm signifying, number one, to the family, I want to acknowledge that I am aware that this person passed away. Number two, I am also doing it to alert other people to let you know that this person did pass away. Um, you don't, all these people posting, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm sorry. It, listen, it's not my loss. I'm not a member of the family. I, I, like, that, that has to end. I, I, I swear, I'm going to start to unfriend people. Stop posting that. It's not my family. It's not my loss. Sympathy goes to the family. This also goes to, you don't have to comment. You just click the like if you want to acknowledge. Sorry for your loss. Sorry for your loss. It's not, I'm not related to them. They're not, it's not my loss. It's, it's the loss of the person. And it's the family's loss. Stop posting sorry for your loss. And on top of that, that's so, could anything be more cliche than that? I mean, if someone loses their father, you post sorry about your dad or sorry about Mr. You know, so-and-so, Mr. Jones. He was a great guy. I'm glad I got to know him. Sorry for your loss. It's more than their loss. They're identifying their mother passed away. Just the, I, I, I recognize social media. No wonder President Trump is suing. It needs some some rules and, and, and etiquette. But it's not the, the rules and etiquette that that Facebook and the rest of them are putting forward, which is very, very biased. But these people that comment, I, I'm just trying to do that as a heads up. You don't have to comment on everything. You don't have to. So just read, just observe. You know, just like if you 
It's like people that if they're out in a group, they have to jump in. That's why I used to hate conference rooms meetings because these people that feel they have to say something and it just delays the meeting. I've told the story. One time I was in a meeting and there was some outside people and someone said, um, well, why, we were going to work on this joint project, the organization I was with. And someone said, well, why don't we do this? Let's go around the room <laughs> and say your name and then what your, your title is, what you do. Now, they thought it would be like a quick thing. Do you know that turned into a blanking 45-minute exercise? I, I was told the meeting was maybe going to be 20 to 30 minutes tops. 45 because then you get some people, well, hello, everybody. Suddenly now it's like it's open mic night and they have the, the mic. Well, a lot of people might accuse me that my job is loafing on it. Listen, can you please just get this along? Mike, 45, I timed it, going around the room. Oh, my God. Oh. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by State Towing Service, auto sales and repair, 24-hour towing. Call them. 401-331-0925. 401-331-0925. Michael Salvatore, State Towing Service, Auto Sales and Repair, 380 Valley Street in Providence. All right, I am going to get to the um, I am going to get to the, the President Trump speech, uh, which 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 I thought was very powerful. Um, and I I I completely agree with them. Anyone that, by the way, is on social media folks i also want to point out to people so many people you know oh have you heard about this i'm going to go here and here's a new social i i've been very clear listen the dominant places are facebook and twitter and instagram and then some people like tiktok it, you use it for different things but the bottom line is <clears throat> facebook and twitter are not going anywhere I, listen they're not perfect and you have to work and maneuver within them. And I, I agree. Many times it's it's unbalanced. It's not fair. But all these people like running around. Someone posted to me, oh, are you going here? He's now posting there. I don't mind a lot of the rules that they have. on. So I, I, I don't. Especially, you know, Twitter, Facebook. Some some people, they, they can't discern the truth. I'll say this. I um, I've gotten a lot of... I used to get a lot more, um, yeah, that social media getter, G-E-T-T-R. No, I'm not going on that. I used to get a lot more fake news articles sent to me um, than I do now, put it that way. I mean, it's, it's cut down dramatically. And a lot of times, people would send these fake stories, and I would try to be polite about it, but I would say, who, who wrote the article? Oh, I don't know. What is that news source? Everything has a news source. Locally, it's a news source by either, let's just say, for point of example, um, the, you know, the Providence Journal or DePetro.com or Channel 10 or Channel 12. But if you see, I would, someone send me a story and I'd say, well, what's, what's the source? Is it ABC? Is it the New York Times? Is it the New York Post? There's a lot of newspapers. Is it a TV station? No, that's, that's uh, oh, it looks like that's from Tree Service. Oh, okay, yeah, because that's a legitimate news service. 
Yeah, the fine work of the people at Tree Service News. Like, what are you talking about? There's no such thing. There is, um, there was a lot of it. There was a lot of misinformation that was um, being thrown around. Now, I'm also saying right now, over 535 defendants across nearly 50 states, except no one from Rhode Island, have been charged in the six months since the January 6th breach of the Capitol. Democrats have pushed the narrative the breach was insurrection. No one has been charged with insurrection. That was not an insurrection. And by the way, one of the reasons I want to mention that, right now it's 1226, and I am going to play the sound of President Trump. But folks, I also want to just take a moment to um, address, and this has been floating out there, and, and, and it just continues. And I, I, I've said this in the past, and I want to repeat it. Listen, I was, here, here's the thing. Some of the activists and protesters continue to float this false story. I was just asked about it again yesterday, that I was in D.C. on January 6th. Now, a couple things about that. I've already said 10 times, I was not in D.C. January 6th. Here's how that, but were you in the Capitol? No, I was not in the Capitol. Maybe I can clarify it this way. I was in the state of Rhode Island on January 6th. Then they say, what about January 5th? No. January 5th, I was in Rhode Island. January 6th, I was in Rhode Island. All day? All day. It is true. I was, well, did you plan to go? That is true. I was planning on going. Uh, What was the other thing I was asked? Is it true your name was on the Trump media list? Again, yes, it is. They uh, had contacted me about the event, about the speech. I said yes. They put me on the approved media list. I was going to attend. And then for different reasons, nothing to do with that event. Uh, I ended up not going to D.C. Completely unrelated. It was more family related. Uh, Someone in my family was not well. I just didn't think the timing was good. I wanted to be close to home if something, if it got worse. So, all yes, I did plan on going. There is a, yes, you know, I've already answered this question. Was your name on the Trump media list? Yes, it was. But you would also see, if they investigated, that I never picked up the credentials. I didn't pick them up the night before. I didn't pick them up that morning of the speech. Why didn't I pick them up? Because I wasn't there. But were you at the Capitol? I've already answered that. I was not at the Capitol. I know there's some people that would like to have me at the Capitol. That's more than obvious. But I've answered this question over 10 times. And people have even, um, I've been disappointed in some members of law enforcement who have tried an end around uh, speaking with an attorney that I know saying, you know, just get word to him that we just want to talk to him. We're not, you know, we're not trying to give him a hard time or anything. I'm just... Again, I wasn't there. I was not in D.C. Uh, I, I did plan on going. That is true. My name would be on the list. I didn't say it wasn't on the list. The Trump people were putting my name. I, I was credentialed for several events. For different reasons, I did not go to D.C. But did you explore travel plans? Yes. Did you explore lodging? Again, yes. I've already said that. But I didn't go. So as much as they're trying to go with that narrative, I know that they want that. Uh, that's very clear that they would love to say that I, yeah, I was right there with the guy dressed up with the, the uh, buffalo head or whatever the hell that is and the other people. I, I wasn't there, period. 
Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Jamie's Power Wash. Now, listen, we have a long way to go to the end of the summer. Contact him today, 401-837-4545. You heard me discuss Jamie in the past. Jay Freitas Construction, because he does handyman services. He does deck staining. But this time of year, it's Jamie's Power Wash, handyman services, light painting, professional power washing, deck staining. The before and afters are fantastic. You can find them on Facebook or call them at 401-837-4545. Give them a call. Now, remember, it makes a huge difference to get rid of some of that algae and moss and the staining that can, the before and after photos on his Facebook page are fantastic. Jamie's Power Wash. Give them a call, 401-837-4545. If you're going to do some entertaining, call him and get that stuff off the deck. All right, let me get to the uh, President Trump's speech where he has announced a uh, big lawsuit. I don't blame him against the big tech. And uh, this was, and boy, he looked, I mean, he's President Trump. I, I love the backdrop, the flags, the um, the podium was very, was just fantastic. Folks, this is the president that we've been missing. So, and I, I am telling you right now, if in 2024, if it's him against Harris, he wins all the time. All right, let me get to, this was uh, President Trump in New Jersey just a short time ago. horrible virus emerged from China. They said it didn't emerge from the Chinese lab. Wuhan, remember I said Wuhan, it was like a bomb went up. Wuhan came from the Wuhan lab. Of course, there were body bags all outside the lab. Nobody ever mentions that. I wonder why. They said it came a thousand miles away from a bat or it came from another country. They tried to blame Italy. They tried to blame us. But they gave that one up. That was also misinformation. But then it was finally revealed that this was most likely the truth, that it came from the lab. And it was a small little story. But when I said it, it was like a weapon went off, a major weapon. I won't use the the word weapon because I never use the word nuclear. But we have to be careful with our leadership because if we don't have the proper leadership, we're in a very perilous state. So we don't use the word nuclear. I never use it, okay? Never use it. I never said it. That's called disinformation. Google and YouTube have deleted countless videos that dared to question the judgment of the World Health Organization, which has been wrong so often. Yep. It's been a really pipe organ for China, as most of you know. Calling those videos misinformation, including videos that consist of clear science. You know, he is, um, that was President Trump earlier, folks, I'm going to get to. He's got a massive lawsuit going against big tech that I, I do believe it needs to be reined in. What is, uh, what is so appalling is a lot of things that were being taken down have now been proven to be true. And the virus coming out of the Wuhan lab, I fully believe that virus was man-made. It was constructed. And, you know, they would take it, completely take it down. A lot of the things about voting, uh, they would ban and take down. I recognize some people run into trouble with some of the language. And I'm always hearing from people that are in Facebook jail or things like that. Folks, that comes down to whether or not you want to, if there are people that want to go back and forth. And I think it's better to abide by some of the rules 
as opposed to being nowhere because your voice does need to be heard. You know, keep in mind, every time one of you, and again, folks, good afternoon at 1233. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Just remember that every time one of you uh, end up in Facebook jail or you're unable to post or anything like that, the progressives love it. The progressives love it because they never, they never run into trouble. So, uh, and I, you know, like many of you, I've learned you got to be cautious. You got to be careful how things are framed. Sometimes things are just ridiculous. But then there's, um, there's other examples where you just have to decide you're not going to, you know, use certain types of language. Here's another, uh, again, I thought President Trump was on his game. This was just a short time ago from, uh, from New Jersey. No better, Here we go. There is no better evidence that big tech is out of control than the fact that they banned the sitting president of the United States earlier this year. Yep. A ban that continues to this day. Continues. So we get the word out, but it's uh, not a fair situation. Very, very bad for this country. Very bad for the world. If they can do it to me, they can do it to anyone. And in fact, that is exactly what they're doing. They're taking people off. Off who don't even realize they were taken off. They have no idea why they were taken off. But what they're doing is incredible and incredibly dangerous. Joining us this morning are just a few of the many Americans who have been illegally banned or silenced under the corrupt regime of censorship. These brave patriots are included in the lawsuit and Thousands more are joining as we speak. Thousands more. They're all wanting to join. This will be, I think, will go down as the biggest class action ever filed. Because thousands of people want to join. You know, again, I, um, it's a little odd, the whole thing, with um, some of the stuff that, that some people were putting. I, I think they were pushing the envelope. Not everybody, though. Not everybody. And and it, it's it's not your imagination. It is unfair. Um, I, to me, Trump supporters were definitely being targeted. But there's also people that it, listen. It's wrong. And what's wrong about big tech is he never should have been banned from Facebook and Twitter. He shouldn't have. It's one thing if they want to monitor it or put something on it. But I, I think. Something should be negotiated. And I also want to point out to many of you that President Trump recognizes how important it is to be able to communicate on social media. I know people talk about he's just going to go off and start his own. Listen, it's very difficult to get this stuff set up. Very, very difficult. And you can only be so many different places. So you can't, you know, people ask me sometimes, are you on this one or that one? I, I, you only have so many hours in the day. Um, but it's not our imagination there there is definitely a bias against certain things that are allowed and other things that if it was um, Trump people that it would not be tolerated folks this portion of the program on this Wednesday is brought by J Perry paving now it's uh, Wednesday afternoon today is Wednesday July 7th and why not call and maybe find out about getting your driveway paved it's letter J J Perry paving they offer a free estimate. They have a, a great website where you can learn more. And they're also on Facebook, J. Perry Paving. Call them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. 
whether it's just a patch or whether it's a brand new paving project, brand new, or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, J. Perry Paving. They'll do it. It's affordable, smooth, and safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Benefits of asphalt paving. Make sure the driveway is the blacktop. J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free quote, 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730 for letter J. J. Perry Paving. And remember... If you're a veteran or a family member of a veteran, you know a veteran, no one offers a better package than J. Perry Paving. Folks, call them today, 732-1730-401, 732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, and again, visit the website, depetro.com. We're going to have more body cam, police body cam video coming uh, very shortly. Regarding the incident in Sale Street, I stand by what I said, that the uh, the Providence police, I thought they were called into a tough situation. I don't agree with the activists. Someone was sending me messages. Those cops need to be fired. That's a joke. That's ridiculous. For what? Names? The media, how dare they call them animals? They, they were acting. The, the behavior of those people was disgraceful. And whether it's Black Lives Matter or Mayor Lors or some of the others, how about some basic civility? How about acting like an adult? How about being reasonable? How about getting through a sentence without using foul language? How about not throwing bottles at your neighbors or threatening to shoot up their house or, you know, telling to send out the seven-year-old. Our seven-year-old girl wants to fight your seven-year-old. What, what do you call people like that? But check it out on the website, depetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coincid Inn. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, a Rhode Island tradition since 1977. They have a great menu at the Coesed Inn. Here is where, you know, folks, President Trump, I think this is, um, this is just major because it just shows me that he is more than gearing up for 2024. But he recognizes the first path is going to be to take back. Uh, the midterms, which are next November, next November. This is President Trump earlier, the, earlier this morning from New Jersey. Here we go. Today, in conjunction with the America First Policy Institute, I'm filing as the lead class representative a major class action lawsuit against the big tech giants, including Facebook, Google, and Twitter. Good. As well as their CEOs, Mark Zuckerberg, Sundar Pichai, and Jack Dorsey. Now, the thing about um, that uh, situation regarding that is the fact that Facebook, as soon as they felt that Biden was going to take the election, as soon as they thought that, all bets were off with all Trump supporters. Folks, he is such an important voice. And I recognize in our part of the country, listen, there's a lot of Trump supporters out there. Someone was asking me, you know, who do you think for it's too early on 2024? I like Governor DeSantis, but I also believe if President Trump wants to run again, he deserves the shot to run again. He does. Uh, I think he was unfairly treated. The things that he wants to push for are really things that are going to strengthen the country. The voices that are so loud right now are all destructive. And you really saw it, I think, last week was a good example. With You had the incident last Tuesday night 
Uh, the family were manipulating what happened. And I'm talking about the incident in Providence with the melee. And then the local media completely jumped on board with them. All with an effort. Justin Katz, who we talked to once a week, he posted that in the video. One of the T-shirts that one of the lead characters last week was wearing was a Black Lives Matter shirt. In some ways, the whole thing was designed to make the province police look bad, you know, to carry the narrative of defend the police, defund the police, excuse me. And um, and it certainly seems that um, that, that, that thing was set. But I, I was taken back at the tone. You know, it was as if that the activists and the members of local media did not in any way want to acknowledge police were called into the situation. These people would not comply in any way. They were screaming and swearing and threatening people. People are running in and out. They're throwing bottles. All these things are going on. It, it's as if the people are just like robots along for the ride. Everything was thrown onto the police. And then, as I said, you know, last hour, I mean, to me, the most ironic um, split screen, if you will, to take place was on Saturday, that pathetic protest at the Providence Public Safety Complex. And it's the offshoot of black. It's really not Black Lives Matter. It's kind of like a they call themselves the pack. They also merge in with the socialists and Tifa Providence. So it's Black Lives Matter, PAC, Providence, and Tifa chapter. So as they're calling for the defunding the police, you know, right up an hour up north up the highway, a Massachusetts state trooper stopped basically a terrorist attack from taking place. As you had 11 militia members fully strapped with AKs, long guns, shotguns, uh, all kinds of weaponry ready to attack something. We're still not sure what. And like those idiots are just oblivious to the whole thing. They still carry on. And then the media is still there following them, covering them in the rain. No one says, you know, do you want to acknowledge what just happened up the, you know, one mile up the highway? Or excuse me, one hour up the highway in Wakefield, Mass? Where this, you're saying, like defund the police and 11 people with no license to carry weapons coming from Rhode Island just shut down 95 nine and a half hours. Local communities were told to shelter in place. Not one member of the media asked them how absurd it was for them to be having because some people got pepper sprayed because they're adult family members. By the way, I feel bad for the children, but I, I don't think those children are in the best, best situation to begin with anyway. Now, CNN's John Berman confronts Press Secretary Jen Psaki you want to make life better for people under President Biden? Can we talk about the price of gas? The price of gas can dictate the economy. The price of gas, when people start spending their money filling up their tank, they don't travel. They don't go on trips. They stop going out to dinner. The price of gas is wildly important. And the Biden people have no interest in, in anything like that. How can you make people's lives better so that more women can come into the workforce, more families, more kids can be competitive over the long term? And that's what he's going to be talking about One today. thing that would make people's lives better is lower gas prices, right? I mean, they're, they're rising steadily. What can the president do to keep those down? Well, we, we've had a team of our uh, officials from the government in touch. We're not a part of the OPEC negotiation. Obviously, nothing is the answer. That's what they plan on doing for it. Absolutely nothing is the answer of what they plan on doing for it.
All right. But President Trump, I thought he was on his game. Hey, folks, I'll take him any day of the week over this. We have more information for this. The leader of Haiti was assassinated. The president being assassinated. We need a lot more information, but it's, 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 it's very worrisome about the state of You know, President Biden, it would seem to me he found out that the leader of Haiti was assassinated when the reporters asked him about it. I mean, he is, that is not to me uh, a situation that they seemingly really uh, knew what what the drill was. That's how I that's how I view that. So they really didn't know what, what exactly was going on. Folks, um, again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website dePietro.com um, Here's another thing, like this, this uh, these moors, you know, you, you can't just go into a building. Channel 10 has the story. I'm going to play in just a moment. But, folks, right now at 1247 on this Wednesday, I want to um, remind you that an appeal to anyone who, if you were in an auto accident or a motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, I wish my ideal situation would be that... The other party's insurance company says, you know what, we want to um, we want to compensate you for what happened. That would be the ideal situation. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. So take down this phone number. Again, if it's you, family member, friend, if you were in an auto accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, you need the fighter. They're going to offer you pennies on the dollar. You say, I say you fight back, call Jack. Attorney Jack Calvino, 401-785-9400, 401-785-9400, or online, fightbackcalljack.com. Free consultation. He has 50 years personal experience with personal injury law. 100 years total combined with the staff. Jack Calvino, call the fighter. They want to offer you pennies on the dollar. Give you an auto accident, motorcycle accident. Slip and fall, workplace injury, domestic abuse, fight back, call Jack, 401-785-9400, 401-785-9400, or online, fightbackcalljack.com. So, uh, Parker Gavigan, who I like, he, Parker does a, uh, a good job, I think, for uh, NBC10. He did a story on the, um, this, uh, the rise of the moops in, um, in Pawtucket, Providence. And they did list Pawtucket as one of their headquarters. So I want to play just some of the, they, what they ended up doing was they just were squatting. They took over the building. They just went in there. They started living there. They wouldn't leave. Um, um, recent history in Rhode Island. the rise of the moors. with police and taking possession of an apartment building in Pawtucket. I team reporter Parker Gavigan follows up on that angle still unfolding tonight. Parker? Well, Gina Barber, the group has clashed with Providence police, suing the city over an incident in 2019. They've also publicly taken over a building in Pawtucket. They claim they're not squatters, but our NBC10 legal analyst disagrees. 
Can you hear me that, please? In October of 2019, Rise of the Moors got the attention of Providence Police when leader Jamal Talib Abdullah Bey streamed a live video preaching to followers with a gun strapped to his chest. Bey was then renting the third floor space at 23 Acorn Street, the I-team has learned. The incident ended peacefully. The group was asked to leave the space the next day, says the subletting landlord. This picture shows where their temple used to be. The Providence Police just wanted any reason to bother us. The clash with police sparked a federal lawsuit filed by the group alleging police knowingly and intentionally conspired to deprive the self-described Moorish nationals of their rights. The lawsuit was dismissed twice. I mean, we're not squatting. It's called adverse position. Look it up. In April of last year, Bay posted this video of himself walking around in what appears to be a house in Pawtucket listed on the group's website. They talk about what's called adverse possession, taking what's yours and not waiting for anyone to give it to you. Property records show the house at 339 Broadway is owned by Midfirst Bank. Locks are on the doors. A notice is posted for the property manager. How is this any different than being a squatter? It isn't. This is not adverse possession. It simply isn't. Under Rhode Island law, you've got to maintain continual possession of the property for 10 years. NBC10 legal analyst Mark Dana takes issue with the group's selective interpretation of the law. They want to utilize adverse possession and recognize that law uh, because it benefits them. But they're not interested in recognizing other laws like firearm laws that don't benefit them. Now, the former landlord in Providence tells me the group was peaceful. Teddy bears, he called them. But once a gun was seen in that room with children on that streaming video, that was enough to ask them to leave. For the I-Team Tonight, I'm Parker Gavigan, NBC10 News. You know, I think one of the best lines uh, that you just heard, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Good afternoon to uh, everybody tuning in, part of our live stream on Facebook Live. I think one of the best lines was um, Mark Dana saying what, what they do is they interpret the rules that they want to interpret. And they follow the rules that they think that they want to follow. Um, they don't even know. And I deal with some of these people sometimes where they don't even know the legal terms they're talking about. They they. If you're around them and you don't know, they certainly sound like they know what they're talking about. This thing of um, they feel, oh, no, it's, it's adverse possession. No, no, it's not. That's not yours. You haven't been living there for 10 years. They just, they find legal terms and then they try to apply them and convince people, oh, yeah, you know, we're in the right. We don't have to do that. I remember years ago, you know, every once in a while you get these people who... A dollar bill really isn't money and all this other foolishness or all these guys so many times prisoners, they go, they start studying the law, they break down their case. And they always, when they're trying to explain to the media, go through their case, they leave out one crucial detail. The one crucial detail that made a difference in their legal case, that's the part they leave out. And the same goes for this. You know, last year. When you had, you know, police were taking the ATVs and that there's a member of that group. He's always spouting law. He's not a lawyer. He's never studied law. Oh, you can't do that. We're going to do that. Well, then we're going to file this. And then it all gets dismissed because they don't know what they're talking about. So but these guys where they feel, oh, yeah, you know, we're a sovereign. No, I'm not a citizen. I'm a foreign national. I'm from Morocco. Uh, No, actually, you're from Pawtucket.
So uh, with the made-up names, and this is like a terror cell. And I don't know if it is now, but it certainly is all the the makings of that there's a progression towards where that whole thing was going. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, now on this hot Wednesday, is brought to you by R.E. Kogan and Heating. It's Kogi. Folks, call them today, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Are you having a problem with your central air? Call Coogie. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. I like their expression is, let us into your home, don't fix it alone. Now, if you're listening right now, and it is the time is 1254, it's Wednesday afternoon, do you have a plumbing problem? Call R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. Now, you can also find them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com. But if you're having a problem with your cooling system, or if you want to explore central air, or maybe having a plumbing problem, R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562 for R.E. Coogan and Heating. There is a... Um, I think it's a comical story in uh, the Boston Globe. Oh, wow. Look at this man arrested for murder of woman in Malden home invasion. 30 year old Everett man was arrested, murdered a young woman, home invasion in Malden. He looks like a creep. But there is a, um, a story in the uh, Boston Globe. How um, they spoke the reporter. And we spoke about this last hour with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, spoke to Brother Gary, our friend of Black Lives Matter. And he's aware of them. And, um, you know, he's basically backing them and saying, well, you know, the court system, these are some of the quotes. White America has one agenda, the court system of white supremacy. So now these guys have been around, meaning the rise of the Moors or the Moops, since the 40s and 50s. They taught us about education, how to rise as black people. We don't have to go into America's laws because we're Moors. We have our own laws. You guys have your laws. We have, we have ours. Hey, listen, I think that is if, if they want to break off and move to Morocco, uh, not a Godspeed, not a problem in any way. But for people that don't want to um, follow our laws or say that our laws don't apply to them, they, they don't seem shy about taking advantage of certain things that, that the society offers them, like Section 8 housing. Or they just, this group, they decide we're just going to go and be squatters in that house. We don't own it. We don't pay rent there. We're really not entitled to it. But we're just going to move in there because we don't answer to anybody. Driver's license, we don't get a driver's license. No, we are Moors. Listen, I I don't know where where this whole thing stemmed from. But they are more than free to move back to Morocco. Um, How many of the people that fall under this umbrella, if they feel that way, way, why why do they accept EDT cards? Right? If they're not part of this, uh, Black Lives Matter, Rhode Island, they, they got huge state grants. If they feel, oh no, we're not, we're not Americans, we're Moors. Well, then, then why are you taking grants from? By the way, that's taxpayer money that these grants come from. So, you know, they'll take the money, but they certainly don't go along with. That's when then they're not independent. They want to be independent. 
I think it's fantastic. Great. Everybody, I think that's a great idea. Everybody move to Morocco. No question about it. You're Moors. You don't belong here. You're not Americans. So if you're not Americans, you don't need some of the government services that are offered to American citizens. Like EBT cards, Section 8 housing, free health care, free schools. A lot of these, you know, this crowd, they don't pay taxes. They don't pay taxes, but they send their kids to the public school. Who's paying for that? You want to be independent? You're a sovereign nation? Fantastic. Great. Instead of any money that they'd be getting through EBT cards, Section 8 housing, uh, what it costs to educate their children, never mind let alone how much it costs to incarcerate some of them, send them back to Morocco. You don't want to be in America? We got a real easy solution on that. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096. Now, as you're listening on this Wednesday, when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. 401-710-7096. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances, whether it's your washing machine or your dryer. I've called Ryan for numerous things, whether it is a, a stove or an oven. If you're listening right now, you can hear my voice and you're having a problem with any of your appliances, Call Ryan, Ryan's Appliance Repair. He's also on Facebook, 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096 for Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now, folks, right now it's it's 12.59. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. We start at 11, and we go until 2. What we're going to do is we're going to take a break and get the latest news and the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. The Power Hour is next. I'm going to tell you more about this situation with Black Lives Matter and the rise of the Moors or the Moops uh, and more fallout with the police. A lot more on that. And then President Trump really lit it up this morning. We're going to tell you about all of that. It's all ahead. So we're going to break for the one o'clock news. Remember, next hour is radio only on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You listen online at the website to Petro.com.